Um, welcome back to Sit Down Live <laughs> podcast with Shahid and Ben, and we have been absent for two weeks. Right, so Shahid, what do you have to say? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, one month. <laughs> no let one month. Oh, oh, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We release one episode every two weeks. Two weeks only. Uh, yeah, but it really uh, felt quite long. Oh yeah, yeah, released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe also cause man, it's January been was like a very busy week, a busy month for all of us. So yeah, maybe Shahi, busy week. You can you know explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> explain myself. Uh. Well, but it's it's crazy. I feel like um January just flew by so quickly. So it's it's kind of crazy. I I was I I still remember. <clears throat> I think because uh, you know we we kept saying at this uh, in the previous episodes you know how like oh I was so excited to share about like my artwork for light tonight and then suddenly during light tonight itself freaking yeah, COVID man COVID came storming down yeah and then wait you uh, literally <laughs> got it when your um but like posted the previous episode was it uh no no like, so I think the recorded. the last episode was twelfth Jan but. Uh, mm. right when we were supposed to record our next episode. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah, yeah. that's when I caught COVID. So, so I remember I was supposed. I I think we were supposed to record on. Uh, we usually record on Wednesday mm. nights, and I caught it on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, I test, tested positive. <sighs> and yeah, and and it, I was positive for so long. Everyone, everyone started making fun of me, saying hashtag stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> and that was and that was the reason why Vanessa posted the stupid yeah, story, man. but uh yeah. A story. But anyway, yeah, like, I was uh. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm still coughing. I, I remember reason. seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but but I'm 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 negative now. It's just yeah, that, you. Uh, I don't know like, it's been it's been kind of weird. You right? kind of been negative, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been it's been it's been weird because uh my my taste is still a bit off sometimes. Yesterday, Damn. yesterday I was I was so excited to buy <laughs> McDonald's fries, so oh, I no. I bought it at, I bought it past midnight. I think it was twelve thirty, <laughs> and then when I came home, I started eating. The only thing I can taste is salt. Eh? I can't even taste the potato. No, <laughs> okay, but yeah. then like potato well, taste not very strong. Uh, yeah, yeah. La, but you can still taste potato, what? Okay, la, but at least you can taste the salt. <laughs> at least it's not completely gone. I guess I guess I should be thankful that I can taste salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of sad. Wait, so what does it feel realized? like? It's like you're eating something like like a, a uh, thing, but it's just salt. Like the texture, you can yeah, okay, taste. So, uh, so you're just eating salt, no? Yeah. Dude, that's the weird thing though, right? Like yeah, you mentioned, yeah, so I can taste the texture. Like the texture of the fries quite shook, right? But mm. it's just without the flavour. <laughs> it's just with salt. So like, I'm just I'm just eating <laughs> crunchy salt, uh, crispy salt. <laughs> <laughs> that's kinda interesting, actually. I kinda wanna try. Yeah, it, I don't really have potato taste. <laughs> so like... <laughs> no, I don't wanna try to get coffee. I wanna try and taste tasteless potato. Dude, save me. Yeah, so <laughs> You know, it was it was so sad yesterday because I was so excited. I was so pumped up uh, to eat fries because it had been some time since I ate fries. Then mm. I, I I reached home, I, I switched on my Netflix and then when I start eating, wow, I start reflecting. So I'm like, wow, shit, uh, what if I really cannot taste fries like as per normal already? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like the stupid thoughts, uh, the past midnight thoughts. Uh, is it? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I doubt it will be forever. Is it got but... cause like 
PTSD because I send you the TikTok. Yeah, <sighs> so so Vanessa she sent me she says she's not uh she she doesn't use TikTok lah, but it's a fake no. news thing. She 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 always send me some TikTok. Please lah, she yeah, and, and it's TikTok. like the worst no. <laughs> okay, exposed. No. Yeah, but, but, and then she she shared with me this like the worst case, you know, like um what are some of the worst case like uh symptoms? Uh, post COVID yeah. side mm. effects, right? Like post COVID symptoms that you can have. So I think there's this condition called something, I forgot what is it called. Uh, where you you will start tasting, uh, even when you eat rice or drink water, it will taste kind of smelly or it will taste like trash. Yeah. <laughs> what? You just love busters. <laughs> man, that's fucked up, man, man, seriously. No. No, I, I mean, I feel bad for everyone who like, yeah. has to go through that. But it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to the tasteless fools out there. <laughs> no, what happened to you, I tell you that. <laughs> okay, but <No>. anyway. <laughs> Yeah, everyone is getting it now. Uh. Like, no no one yeah. is... Uh, people are getting less and less scared of it. Uh, like, less and less paranoid mm. about it. So, it, it's so normal that, you know, the other day, my friend just dropped me a text saying, uh, she said, hey, by the way, I got COVID. And when I went to the oh clinic, uh, people on my front, uh, you know, on the front and the back, left and right, all got COVID. So, all tested positive. So, everyone is just oh sitting God. together, you know. It's just like a big, a big COVID <laughs> party at the clinic. Uh. Oh... <laughs> And 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 no one really cares that much anymore. Like to actually separate. Oh, okay, you know. Usually, I uh, I think in the, uh when when it was still new, when it was still fresh, uh, when people go to the mm. clinic, they will ask, uh, do you have fever? You know. But but now they they don't really care. Like you tell them you ART positive or so, they will just oh okay have a seat, wait for your queue, and then you'll be sitting <sighs> with all these grandmas and kids. Oh you know? my god. <laughs> and yeah yeah but uh, maybe because well, of know. like the booster and everything. Also, when... they don't really see it as a perhaps ah. Dangerous thing as compared to previously. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I'm no doctor, but possibly also maybe the new strain is not as intense as the mm. original one, right? So yeah, and I think also cause of uh, or maybe everyone. Yeah, but hopefully everyone will recover soon, or like yeah, it's not as bad now. Yeah. Yeah. CNY COVID <laughs> cluster, you low hey one time, <laughs> toss one time to get COVID one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway how, how was your Chinese year guys like do you guys manage to eat hot pot together and things like that uh, actually we did leh. actually Tuning and I did wait oh yeah so we haven't really introduced this oh yeah, my we god we forgot to introduce <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, I kept talking yeah, I kept yeah, talking yeah. about okay, my COVID okay. Like a random stuff so if you guys are wondering who um this extra person is um this person hmm. is uh Tuning, also known as Kui. Hello. Yes. And then um she's a friend of mine, I... um, also an ex-colleague that I worked with. And then um <laughs> Also? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like no, 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 before that. Yeah. yeah, and then now okay, yeah, and then I introduced <laughs> her to Shahid and then uh they got along pretty well because they got similar interests and then now we're off it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I brought her. I see. Yeah, sorry, oh, sorry for the delayed, uh, yes. delayed intro. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Se- seven mm-hmm. minutes in. <laughs> do I need to like, introduce myself? Or anything? I feel like I don't know what no, to say. Okay. I think we will introduce uh, like okay. more. We can just talk yeah, about it. Um, yeah, yeah, later, because okay. all the topics will be about you lah eventually. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So um, back to CNY. Uh, actually, Gui and I had like yes. a hotpot session with another friend. 
yeah, so we did actually, um, mm. I guess, buy a nian at one person's house. Yeah. Yeah. It was very nice, ah. actually, because, like, she invited us, like, I mean, she knew that I wasn't really spending it my, um, my family, so, like, yeah, so she just invited me to spend, like, the second day with her, and then, ah, also, okay. so it was, like, quite nice, mm-hmm. like, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Wait, had, so, like, second day, yeah. huh? Go ahead, Secondly, go ahead, sorry. Wednesday, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because I wanted to take, I mean, I wanted to take, like, see it, like, CNY as a break, lah, to, like, as a break from everything, uh-huh. catch up on things. So it was a really nice, like, break. Like, the entire, like, I think Sunday, the entire week, I only worked on Monday and Friday. Because mm. I got off in Leo on Thursday as well. So it was quite nice, lah. But my break kind of got derailed. Oh, you got off in Leo? On Thursday. Wait? From, from me. Oh, so, so you're... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so and you were like... playing Pokemon as <laughs> well? Yeah. <laughs> yes, so I, 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 bought, I bought Pokemon on like Saturday. And then my Saturday night, my... um Oh, I think we were actually supposed to record firstly on Saturday, right? Because I remember I was like, oh, yeah, wow, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good news to you. It was good news that uh, we are not recording. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I spent the entire week playing Pokemon basically as uh Legends R series. Like Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Eh, no, Monday, no, Monday, no, Monday, <laughs> I was working. So, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I completely fucked my sleep schedule. But so <laughs> was it. So, yeah. That was my I team. totally oh, understand Pokemon, that. Guys, <laughs> the sacrifices. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the issue though. Every time, I think when a new Pokemon game comes out, right? Like, you will just forget about sleep. Yeah, you will just keep telling yourself, oh, one hour more. Um, yeah, it's 3am yeah. already. And I'm like, I sleep at 3.30. I sleep at 3.30. Yeah, then it gets to 4 and, and 4.30. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, there was like one day I was like, oh, yeah, I don't need sleep. <laughs> 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 I just woke up. But I didn't wake up. I just like, I was just like, I think 5am and I was like, yeah. Next day, I bit scared. I cannot wake up. So I just oh stayed my up. God. Just because you want to be the, be the very best. <laughs> <huh>? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only I'm only like sixty hours in, so like I'm it's it's Dude. amateur. My housemate was like telling me how like um to be a master at, at something you need to like what do it for like a a, a thousand <laughs> how many hours did he say uh? like ten thousand or whatever hours or something. Ten thousand, ten thousand, yeah, yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, because he was and... showing because we were talking. I was telling him like how much I I spent sixty hours in Pokemon, right? So he was showing me how many hours Gosh. he spent in like his game. Uh, the game that he plays, Des- uh, Destiny. Uh, Apparently, there's like what that yeah. shows you like how many like hours in total like you've ever played in- on your account. And his was like, right? Oh, I can't remember. It was like, a thousand and three oh hours or something. Okay. Yeah, over a period I mean... of uh a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, wow. That's okay. crazy, dude. A year and a half. Okay, so I, I to provide so. some context, right? I've oh. been I've been a I've been someone who plays Dota casually, la. Okay, lah, with with uh, months of breaks in between because sometimes like mm. Dota gets too toxic. Uh. Games like Dota, yeah. League of Legends, all this are right, so toxic. So you just need a break from it. Or maybe I just suck yeah, at it, la, sure. So I just need a long break from it after some time. But mm. I, I'm looking at my Steam right now, right? So it's my my uh, recorded playtime is two thousand four hundred and four oh, wow. hours, and and uh yeah. But oh. the thing is, right? I started I started clocking uh way back, you know. I think it was what when Dota two first came out. I'm not sure when that is, but pretty sure it's uh when I was still in secondary school, mm. uh, maybe, and that was what two thousand. 
It has been wow, 10 like years, 10, 10 uh, clock 2,000 plus hours. But your friend is like, what? One year <laughs> clock 1,000 hours, bro. Come on. Yeah, he, he plays a lot. <laughs> it's like yeah, insane. Crazy, yeah. yeah, but... Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, so we yeah, but, but like, the funny think... thing is, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What was I saying? <laughs> I wanted what? to say, like, you know, just now you mentioned, you mentioned uh-huh. about, uh, you, you guys had a conversation where in order to master something, <laughs> yeah. you need to clock in 10,000 hours. So, you know, yeah, the funny yeah. thing is, right, I, I always remember every time I get a Pokemon game and me and my friends mm. would sit, we talk about the exact same thing. It's so freaking oh ridiculous. God. Like, only... Uh-huh. <laughs> like, just because you know, you, you have the Pokemon vibe and then everyone just want to want to catch Pokemon and then just want to be a Pokemon master and then suddenly this conversation kicks in. It's so it's such a nerdy thing to talk about. It, it's already, <laughs> I was like saying, okay, let me, I'll, I need to play this game for like, this game for like 10,000 hours to be a true <laughs> <laughs> That's already when he told me that I was like, okay, that's what I need to do. Dude. I mean, oh, you just forget about life or playing Pokemon. I mean, it shows like yeah. you guys' dedication towards Pokemon. Like, dude, my dedication <laughs> towards yeah. like Pokemon. <laughs> you can call it that. <laughs> no, like. No, uh-huh. Actually, to be honest, it's been a while since I played. Because I didn't get the new Switch game. Oh. Like the uh, Sword and Shield and. Uh, Shining Pearl. Mm. Shining Pearl. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get. I see. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, honestly, Switch games are a bit expensive, but like seventy bucks. Mm. They are so expensive. Yeah. Whereas like Steam games are a lot cheaper, like what twenty dollars mm. or less than that, like if you can get it on sale yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I just sure. bought it because I was. I mean, it's been a while like, since like a a new newish Pokemon mm. game came out. Like, uh, a new concept, because, like, I mean, uh, uh, the, the previous two are like, kind of the old, I mean, the same, mm. same The same top-down kind of feel, yeah. right? The same top-down kind of flat. I don't know, mm. if it's very yeah. vanilla. Which, which okay, yeah. la, but, I mean, yeah, because also for me, like, in the Pokemon franchise, like, my favourite games have always been, like, the, the non, the not, the, not the mainline games. Like, for example, uh, the Mystery Dungeon games. Oh. So, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Sky, Darkness, and Time. Those are my absolute favorite wow, wow. games ever. Like, the storyline was really good. Made me cry so much. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> that passion. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, Mystery Dungeon, uh, Raid Rescue Team, and Blue Rescue Team also. I think Raid Rescue Team was on the Game Boy, I think. That was really fun. Wait, I never even hear about all this before. That's crazy. It's really good, honestly. See? It's like, honestly, I really think that the, the non-mainstream Pokemon games are like the best because it's like very different, very fresh. Mm. There's also like Pokemon mm. Mystery, uh, not Mystery Ranger, a Pokemon Ranger. I don't know if you guys heard of that, but it's the one that's like on the DS and then uh, Pokemon Ranger is the one where you use a stylus to like to catch a Pokemon. So you kind of draw circles around the oh. Pokemon. <laughs> it's oh really God, fun. The story. Yeah. That's crazy. Back when Nintendo yeah. had a stylus, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gosh. really that fun. Um, and then there's another one, uh, really, really less, not as well known. It's called Pokemon Conquest. Ooh. So it's like, I don't know what to classify it as, like, but it's like a strategy RPG game. So it's like a Pokemon and a samurai, Japanese samurai crossover. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have all those like Japanese like historical like uh, figures like Nobunaga or like uh, Masamune, the one eyed dragon or whatever, and they all have like their own Pokemon teams. And then you're supposed to like Damn. defeat them, not in battle, but in like. Oh, it's kind of in battle, but it's like a, a huge like chessboard. And you kind of uh. like move your Pokemon around on the map, which is like square by square. So you're like playing chess? So it's like uh, kind okay, of strategy ish. Okay. 
kinda, I guess. That's a that's I mean, a strategy thing to do. Big brain games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which is also really really fun. I recommend. <laughs> Dude, like uh-huh. so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why that's why I got this I game because I, I was I figured because I I tend to like the the non main main story. The non mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like the mainstream ones also, but the ones that are not the typical one, I I always found that I've enjoyed them a lot, lah. So I was like, yeah. oh, even though it's seventy dollars, I see, I see. Even though a lot of people were like, kind of criticizing I mean, the graphics a lot and stuff, but I was just like, yeah, fuck it lah. I'll just try since CNY break anyway. I mean, a big deal lah. We've, we've, I, I mean, okay, like the games. This kind of games might be super expensive, but you can always resell, right? Eventually, mm. you get bought lah, huh? And then you can always resell. There's always someone who wants to buy. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like I'm a bit of a collector. <laughs> I oh, still have wow, all okay. my DS like Pokemon cartridges. I don't know where it is now. It's, it's like some of my room. Oh my uh, god! It's a little like black. Oh yeah, my I god! Keep. So like okay, I don't have all the games. But no, I have, that's like, crazy. So you know how they have like they have like one of each. So like diamond and pearl, right? Mm. So I have diamond, but I don't have pearl. Oh. But I have every single one, like each right. each game that came out. Oh, just like one version. What the heck? Until until Sick. Sword and Shield. What the hell? Yeah. This truly offends her. Wow, yeah. <laughs> cannot I cannot I cannot keep up. You know my but anyway okay lah. I guess you know about Pokemon. I was about to say something else about Pokemon, but I realized. No, I I wanted to I wanted <laughs> to say so something like share my experience. Uh, right? My only experience of Pokemon uh, is um okay. I took Pokemon X or Y uh, and then like I couldn't even get out of the first uh, town. That's oh, all. No. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. <laughs> So what do you I don't do? Know. Like I just So you just I left the game like that? Yeah, like it's just oh, there. No. <laughs> nice. We can use we can use that as a quote uh, for, for one of oh our Instagram posts. <laughs> I cannot get out of first town in Pokemon X. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually honestly, right, I had the same experience. Only that I was nine years old. <laughs> like my first ever oh. Pokemon game, uh, Dang, nine years old. I got it when I was nine. Mm. So I couldn't get out of the town also for wow. like <laughs> Two hours or something, cause I was like, I think he had to go up and then come. There was a guy blocking like basically. Then you had to do something to like make the guy go away, but I didn't realize he had to do that. So I spent two hours. So like, cannot figure out. Yeah. To... Oh my god! Yeah. Actually, right, yeah. cause last time I also played like the <laughs> what's it like the older ones using like uh what what they call it uh, emulator, mm. is it like An on emulator? your on uh, your emulator, yeah. Yeah. yeah so but I also I cannot yeah. get out of the yeah. first town. Like I legit just I don't know how to get out of it. Like I can't find the way out. So then, mm. <laughs> then I just left. Huh? <laughs> like that. That's just all. like in life, ah. Uh. You 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 cannot. <laughs> just like at work. Shut up, ah. You just stuck at the level uh, one. Yeah. Always. So always kidding, at the level one. Anyway. Must humble myself, you know. <laughs> Man, relax, lah. Both of us are literally at our first, uh, actual full time job. <laughs> We are still scrubs, uh, no matter what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you playing yeah. this game, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm about to like, get some yeah. DLC. But anyway, I'm actually... <laughs> no. Do you just say Sorry, DLC? Yes. <laughs> okay, but anyways... Or anyways yeah, we, I think we, we wanted to... We wanted to uh, put in tuning today. Also because... um. Yeah, I I think it could be inter- uh, an interesting thing to talk about uh, because I feel like, uh, you know, tuning is one of the more interesting um, friends in the design field. Where, you know, it's not very it's not a very con- conventional approach. Like, I think, uh, you know, um, what she studied and what she's doing now 
it's quite different and what she's doing on the sides mm-hmm. even right so uh i don't know maybe turning you do you want to share like um you know as you were uh going the basic phases in life in singapore you know you're going from secondary school to, to jc or poly and then things start to change for you you know you um, can yeah, yeah you can share a bit about like your what you studied previously because i thought that was quite interesting and what went through your mind yeah. uh, as you are what made you decide yeah. to take this and do that you know that to kind study of thing them. yeah oh okay uh i mean for me i i mean at jc it was quite standard like i did like what did i do uh? like the bcme what's that did i do that biochemistry science stream, science stream. Ah, okay. oh my god yeah 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 i think my school only had that i'm not very sure it was like i couldn't really choose uh. it was like i think math no chem eh? math was compulsory i think if i'm not wrong can't really remember yep yep yeah but yeah that was quite standard lah then for me i guess okay so the from uh at uni i did like anthropology and archaeology like a ba in anthropology and archaeology at uh durham university so it's like a university in the uk in the in the north of england uh quite close to newcastle if you guys know where that is it's like um or, or it's actually closer to like scotland than it is to to london so it's like Oh. Yeah, it's quite far north. Uh. Yeah, it's a, it's a But what made you know, to study? What made you decide subject? to study? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very like it's not uh the first thing that people think about, you know, like uh, Singaporean kids. Yeah. Uh, they they just wanna yeah, they just wanna actually. do the normal things. Uh. Cause yeah, no, because I was like I mean I didn't even take history like at school because like ah. um like I wasn't very good at like essay based subjects, that kind of thing. But the reason I got into, I mean, now I'm like more more into archaeology than anthropology, la. Like, I mean, I ended up kind of specializing more in archaeology. But what got me first interested in it was, uh, evolution actually, like from biology. Mm-hmm. So at school, la, like you know, we'd be learning about in in H two bio and stuff. Then I think one of my favorite topics was, uh, evolution. And then I was like really interested okay. in like that kind of stuff, like genetics and like, um, like stuff like that lah and then i think i ended up taking a, a h3 in molecular biology bro but then, damn uh, i yeah i was with i can't remember which uni lah but i took that but then i realized that i didn't really want to like do that kind of stuff like, i was interested in it i was interested nice. in genetics and stuff but in sure. terms of like the act- actual scientific experiments and all that like coming up with you know the the, the writing like like the reports after you finish an experiment or that it was like, a bit i didn't really enjoy that much lah. but I was still interested in I the see. overall kind of like the topic itself so I, I knew I kind of wanted to try and study like evolution related stuff which is what got me to ent- uh, anthropology so anthropology in like there's a few different types of uh, different types of anthropology so there's biological anthropology there's cultural anthropology uh, there's linguistics anthropology um oh, and then okay. there's also archaeology which is in in america it's kind of like counted together with um with ent- uh, under anthropology like one of the four discipline uh four strands of anthropology so if you were to study mm-hmm. anthropology in america you would also study archaeology but then um in the uk it's a bit different so in the uk um usually it's like biological anthropology or social anthropology and archaeology is like separate that's why there's so many like i see uh courses the the ba courses in the uk where it's called like for example in one of the other unis that i applied to was the university of st andrews mm-hmm. and theirs was just like cultural social and cultural anthropology if i'm not wrong 
so in that course they wouldn't have studied any like biological anthropology and also no archaeology lah whereas like my course was like archaeology uh, anthropology and archaeology so it was actually one of the um, so, few courses in the UK that had that covered all four like like a broader kind of aspect of anthropology so so you actually so it actually covers mm. everything like all four streams of of anthropology yeah and, yeah I mean yeah but but the archaeology right you mentioned so so actually the the archaeology is it is it something that you didn't aim to do at the start like you just came with it yeah, yeah, you, know, you know sorry sorry like what I meant is ah okay yeah interesting so, because yeah, because I was I was uh uh-huh. right no go ahead okay I yeah. think there's some lag in the audio oh. <laughs> but anyways yeah oh, keep shit. going <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah no worries, okay. no worries. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still recording around my side so I think it's fine yeah, yeah. but um yeah no so basically I I mean the, the two the two things I was kind of mainly choosing between was Durham University with anthropology and archaeology and also uh St. Andrews where it was just social anthropology mm-hmm. and I think there was also London uh University College University College uh College London which is I think it's that a... one was also like an overall kind of thing no 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 theirs was just social anthropology I think mm-hmm. I can't really remember but yeah I was like mainly choosing between the the, the few of those uh, then uh I ended up if I'm not wrong I can't really remember this well but if I'm not wrong I ended up choosing Durham because like uh I was thinking about the actual like locations of the places like London I knew I didn't want huh. to go to London I didn't want to live in London because I mean I visited before when I was like 15 and I I really didn't like it like, I was like very mm. crowded it was like you know it's too busy it's basically like singapore but like in terms of the crowds which i wanted to uh. escape yeah and then um i think i was looking at st andrews also but then i was comparing between that and durham and i think i realized that st andrews was like very very far from like, everything and and like it's really like this random like town like and then it's in scotland and then it would be like i think it's like a don't know how many minute ride bus from like Edinburgh or whatever, but I figured it would be like way too like far from everything. Although yeah, not so accessible like, well, Yeah, not not super accessible la. But like it was all the schools that was you know the royal family. What's his name? The 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 Prince William mm. or whatever, and like his, uh. his wife or whatever kid. I think apparently that was where that's the uni that we went to. Oh, <laughs> so that's why you want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no lah, but it was just like uh uh. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> no, no, I did. I yeah, because yeah, yeah, like but, like but, I mean, it's it's quite uh, interesting because like, um, I mean, I just wanted to understand, you know, because like uh, wait, I'm not yeah. sure if you mentioned this, but do you do you say earlier that eventually your your interest in archaeology is like increase in in you know as compared to anthropology when 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 actually anthropology was what yeah. made you uh, apply yeah. right initially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it was something. It was something that actually properly grew transitioned from GC. Like what you learn, and then it, it grew into uh you know this interest to take up anthropology overseas. But eventually mm-hmm. archaeology, which is something that just came with the course, and then it made you yeah. you know, your interest for, for archaeology grew instead, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, because like okay, so my my uni lah, Durham University is actually like more well known for archaeology than it is for anthropology. Mm. So if I'm not okay. wrong, the department, the the rankings are kind of like 
switches with Cambridge Uni like com- like they kind of like up or down like they like, every year it changes mm. la. but it's quite good la. there's oh, quite okay. few, like really really like good professors there and um the department and like the resources they have are all like pretty like um like uh, what do you call it la? top it's like one of the top ones in the country yeah mm. so um when I was there I guess I was like exposed to like the resources they had there and then in terms of the modules that I took because I had because I was doing half and half so I had to take like half anthropology and half archaeology modules and mm. I guess I just enjoyed the archaeology modules more mm. and mm. then um like in terms of like reading up researching for like essays and like just the department and then I guess the people there as well they were like quite eccentric but they were all like really interesting um and then for my BA uh, dissertation, or like my final year thesis, I ended up like, because I had to choose between doing like a pure anthropology thesis, a mixed Arcanine thesis, or like a, a pure archaeology one. So I ended up mm. doing like a pure archaeology one, which is actually a... Nice. I did it on a, um, a 100 BC Sunga period terracotta plex uh, from South Asia. So I did it like I did like a kind of study on um like I, I basically took make like a made like a corpus or like a a, a catalogue of like What's all that? the existing Oh catalogue, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, like a body of you know all the all of the existing um uh terracotta plaques from this particular mm-hmm. period that had mm. existed from like museum collections. Most of them were from like, art collections, say right. in like the metropolitan or like you know it's like all over the world it's very mm-hmm. scattered so i took those are my sources but i also took like excavation reports i also like reached out to like um various like professors or whatever who are doing their own who have been doing their own excavations like in various parts of south asia because wow. i think the issue with these things were like they were like very much the not the main but whenever people excavate they were not the main thing that people were interested in they were kind of like the, the you know, you just happen to dig that up together with the other things. So oh. they would be like catalogued, but no one really did like a comprehensive mm. study on right. that. Right. So people oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just, uh, actually a lot of like materials like very scattered around the world and their I main, see. their main, the people's main interest in them was like mainly um artistic. Mm. So all these okay. museums, they would like uh showcase it because of the, the art lab, but it was there wasn't really like a archaeological kind of like investigation or like um like in depth kind of history. study or research, is it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Into into think, these objects. Yeah, because um South Asian archaeology, I think people tend to focus on two periods, uh, like the Gupta period and the Ashoka period, and then this Sangha period kind of like comes in between that. So usually, when people in terms of archaeology or like the kind of research. Uh, that kind of takes the back seat lah to 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 periods, yeah. But um, yeah. So my professor, I think they were doing, they've been doing research in like South Asia for for a while lah. Like, I think close to a decade, and then they've been like Damn. finding um. I think they were doing some excavation in like Nepal, mm. um, mm. quite near the Indian border. It's actually um, uh, near one of the UNESCO World Heritage sites there. Uh, mm. so they were they've been doing some excavations there, partnered with like some different universities around the world and some uh in- international organizations, and then uh they dug up, they found uh, some new specimens of these plaques, so like my dissertation was essentially like kind of 
because we want to like we wanted to like interpret or to try and understand the new stuff that was being dug up right but to like mm-hmm. do that we had to try and understand what the existing material that we had available was mm-hmm. first to use that to kind of like understand the new stuff so my existing material my, means what sorry like, like when you mention was, existing material like the stuff basically the stuff that i was looking at from around the world like in the museums Mm. and oh. uh, the excavation reports so okay. you know previously okay. how no one really had no one really analyzed them like i mean th- yeah. there was some stuff lah, but it was like very like um it wasn't comprehensive so i basically okay. just like took all of those put it together into a singular kind of thing like over 500 mm. uh artifacts and then i kind of like picked out did some analysis and then try and i tried to use those to like understand the new uh uh stuff that we found mm. Okay. So yeah, that was basically my. I mean, it's a it's undergrad thesis. It wasn't like super like. Yeah, um, but I I feel, <laughs> dude. I feel like for an undergrad thesis, it is it's quite interesting. Like it's quite in depth, lah. Uh, I would say like for, you yeah. know, like whatever I, you're I doing, really uh, you know, in archaeology. Mm-mm. No, I really yeah, enjoyed because, doing it. Actually. Because you know. Yeah, and, and and you know, in fact, right? I think when when we 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 had a, a brief chat about it before, like I I was quite interested because, you know, it's something that in Singapore they they don't really uh offer, uh in in mm. uni or like as an um uh as like a formal education, right? In 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 terms of anthropology yeah. or archaeology, or maybe not yeah. that I know of, like, or maybe it's not so popular. So, like you know, when this kind of things like it's so niche that you have to go overseas to take, and also because at yeah. the same time, um. One of the possible reasons, like why it's not offered here, is also because, like, in terms of practice, right? You, it's not so accessible. Like Singapore, there's nothing much that you can dig up, lah. Or, or possibly, you know, um, whatever that you wanna dig up has probably possibly been lost or something. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I don't but, think you can dig. I mean, you would have to tear down like the, um, HDDs. I'm not HDDs, but like the buildings and stuff. Or like, you. I mean, usually this kind of thing is like, like you know, in in Melbourne, right? Like recently, okay, I don't know how whether it's still recent, lah. But like. A friend of mine was telling me how there's been an increase in demand for the archaeolo- uh what do you call it oh. commercial archaeologists there, because like what is commercial law, archaeologists? So it's a bit different from like research. So archaeology, I mean generally, if you want to if you want to like become an archaeologist, after like as a career, you either do like research, like you know work with a university okay. or like those like get research grants, then you have your own like project, uh-huh. whatever, or you could go the commercial archaeology route. Which is like less focused on like research per se. Like you wouldn't go like super in depth, but it's like kind of normally it's like you kind of you are you are commissioned, I guess, by companies who want to build something on a piece of land, so real estate or whatever. And then like by law, like for example in Melbourne, like by I, I if I'm not wrong, I may be wrong, but by law, they had they have to like um do an an excavation there to make sure that there's nothing there that's like historically like valuable oh, so at least it's, it's kind of wow, like that's a, 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 cool oh what do you call it uh? like like just like uh, before they build something just make sure there's nothing mm. there first and then if there but is right then they'll have that's to that's interesting though yeah so I, yeah, I, like, I never thought about that like this right uh um, well I mean that that the okay uh, because I I I know this uh from NS and and because I have friends like still in the uh frontline service like, like police and army mm. Uh, there's there's this thing where, uh, you know, um, usually because we we do still have war relics in our grounds lah in Singapore, mm. and and uh, you know like um, 
uh, it could be like grenades or uh, you know uh, mortar shells and things like that and yeah. and it always it always gets spotted right because usually when they do construction uh, when this uh, when when they are having construction works to build new stuff uh, usually they're digging into the ground and then sometimes they will just mm. find or dig up this kind of things and they they will have to report it to to like SAF or SPF mm. lah uh in order for for us to to take and catalog and things like that so so to also to make sure that it's um it's not causing a threat uh or it's not it's still not a life um shell uh, you know so so this this is a prob- this is probably the the only things that we find in our ground uh, in singapore <laughs> i'm just kidding but but more times than not i yeah. think but but it's quite interesting you say because like you know i've never heard of this term commercial uh archaeology where because, and I never also thought about it like you know how important it is to actually check first like where you want to build in case there are valuable things in the ground right that's quite yeah. cool like the concept of yeah wow okay yeah commercial commercial yeah it's, wait let me search it up it's sure I think it's all a bit like here see. yeah it's uh, rescue archaeology Hi, it's called rescue archaeology. <laughs> okay, rescue rescue archaeology. Cool. Sometimes called commercial archaeology. Uh. Blah blah blah. Is state sanctioned for profit archaeological uh. survey and excavation carried out in advance of construction or other land development. Right. Yeah. So it's like Some... I mean it's kind of like the, um I mean like usually usually it's a joke like, You know when you know when. Uh, if you want to be an archaeologist, like usually you don't really like earn a lot of money that kind, or like it's hard to. If you go into research, unless you get like a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Grant. Um, like grant or whatever. It's very hard to like try and you know it's or or if you are like a well known professor or whatever. So I guess this is like one way that you know you can. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm, I have some friends uh, who do commercial archaeology, even though like I don't really do it myself. So I'm also uh. not super like familiar with it, lah. But yeah. Is it? Is it, oh shit! I think Chuning just hanged. Now we are looking at her smiling at the camera. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> well, okay. This part can cut. Wait. <laughs> yeah, wait. <clears throat> well, uh-huh. okay. So so now Chuning is back after after the after the her Wi-Fi caught COVID. Uh, then suddenly <laughs> the the Wi-Fi was coughing like hell. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, but but anyways, yeah, I mean, interesting stuff that you shared about commercial archaeology. I think it's really, I mean, Ben, have you heard of such a thing? Uh? I really think like in Singapore, you don't really yeah. hear actually. Such um, it was things. quite interesting. Like when she said it, then you also shared about um the what's that SAF or like NS sort of things. Cause like oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that y'all uh, actually do it also like in Singapore. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's not a big news kind of thing, you know. Like if we find if we find uh, dead rounds or uh you know non life mm. shells or what, uh then okay, lor, we just dig and we just. But I think I think there are times when you know when they excavate or when they when these construction companies they dig into the ground. Like sometimes yeah. if they don't see it, then it just gets dug up and thrown away or something lah. You know, like it's yeah. it's not a super mm. big deal lah. Um, yeah. But but yeah lah. I mean in in any case, um. Commercial archaeology is possibly something that doesn't really yeah. exist in Singapore, la. I mean, in Singapore's case, yeah. I think also cause uh, like yeah. I mean, so I so actually, uh, uh-huh. hmm. no, cause I guess like in Singapore development is quite fast also, so they don't really have the time to like yeah. sort of quite yeah, tight to also, excavate la. and yeah. stuff. There's there's also no space law to keep yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Singapore the, stuff, you... the excavations mm. that have happened, 
like the Empress Park, Empress Place. Empress, it's like yeah, Empress Place. The the stuff that the stuff that they collected is like, I think I don't know who was telling me. Apparently, they are all still in storage or whatever, right? Like no time to like go through and like. Yeah. Oh, is it like, really analyze? Uh, like, I don't there's know. So much, there's so much stuff that we already have. And like back, I mean, it's a common problem now in archaeology because people always want to like find mm. new things or like discover like the really really special stuff like gold or like you know really intricate stuff. But like to be honest, like most of the stuff you find, ninety like, percent of the stuff that you find, will be like pottery shards or something, or like ceramic <laughs> or like you know yeah. <laughs> stone, which yeah. is like you know you need a place to keep them. Yeah, and then usually it ends up like in some PhD students or doctorate students like house. <laughs> In like storage boxes, <laughs> and yeah, then like storing these things are not. Yeah, it's not. It's not so easy also to yeah, store these things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's say if you, if you really seriously want to store them properly, you know, just to catalog and archive properly, it's not mm-hmm. so easy, lah. I mean, especially in Singapore. Okay, I I guess that's one thing, but also at the same time, I think archaeology talents or or people in this field is not so big in Singapore. You know, like it's not so. Um, there's not really a lot of people who do this in Singapore. Particularly mm. also because of the land, like we don't really have much to explore and much to to study. So, I think um, then my my you know which leads to my next question, right? Like uh, you know uh, when when you pick up archaeology, so I'm guessing when you pick up anthropology and archaeology, it's really purely out of interest, right? Like mm. do do you, do you actually go through your mind now? Uh, like oh, okay, after this, you know, uh, uh, maybe I I I can you know. Uh, if you go back to Singapore, like what I want to do, or you know, is your consideration to actually just stay overseas? And um, so for me, I kind of okay. Initially, in my first year, I mean, I guess at the age you don't really know what you want to do, but I think part of when I was when I was like picking it, part of me did kind of, but I've always wanted to like work like in a museum and kind of thing, so I I picked uh. it considering okay maybe that could like be helpful to me also like like you know museum or like that kind of using that kind of knowledge to, like, um, work in something similar, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a museum per se, but, like, that kind of, that kind of, uh, uh, topic, or, like, you know, mm. um, but then, uh, and then when I was nearing my final year, so, in my, okay, so in my final year, I actually worked part-time as a tour guide at, like, during, during my, um, last few months of, of my master's, uh, degree, and I was working as a tour guide at, the castle, Durham Castle, which is like a UNESCO World Heritage Site wow. in my mm. uni town. So like Durham, uh, Durham city, uh, uh, city is like also very well known for uh, Durham Castle and Cathedral, which are like the 11th century Norman um, castle and cathedral mm. uh, that's been there for like a really, really long time. It's kind of like what the, the place is famous for, la, like before the university kind of like mm. came around and stuff. So I was like kind of working as a tour guide and then I would give like one hour tours to tourists and like, you know, visitors um through the castle, which is also like a place that students Ooh. live. So one thing that oh, I really oh. like about Durham Castle is that it's a living building. It's a building with like, a living heritage. So it's not like other oh. castles in the UK where it's kind of like mainly there for like people to visit for like tourists for rich people like... yeah. no la I mean it's, it's like there but it's like it's like, it's like a heritage mm. building sure. but it's like di- kind of dead I mean it's still very nice but like you know it's it, it's like frozen in time mm. in a way it's like not used la not utilised yeah, right yeah 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 so it's only but that's used cool, for yeah so Durham Castle is really cool because I think um I mean it's got a long history of it being like the the place where the Prince Bishop lived in mm. the UK 
so back in the eleventh century, uh, like um Durham was like one of the more more um most powerful seats in England because it was like quite close to Scotland. So like it was kind of like the the border, and then it was like a place that we they would need to like defend from like Scottish um uh mm-hmm. Scotland uh. But uh over time, like I think maybe medieval or like post medieval, like the 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 prince bishop, the bishop that was like living there became like super powerful. Like, you know, so much that his title even became, like, Prince Bishop. Like, not just, like, a normal bishop. Like, someone from, like, York Minster or, like, uh, Canterbury Cathedral. Like, you know, he was, like, so powerful that he was basically considered mm. royalty. So, um, mm. sometime in the, I think, 18th or 19th century, it, it got, it became a university. So, the castle, like, the Prince Bishop gave the castle to the university for oh. its students to live in. So, he moved, well, like, cool, somewhere else mm. to live. Wow, okay. Called, uh, I can't remember the name of the city, but I was like, another an castle. From uh, another one, Auckland, <laughs> Auckland Castle. Yeah. Wow, so really? He, okay. he lived there, really, really. And then, Once you live uh, in the castle, you can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he. Wait, wait, sorry. He, how do you spell this castle? Uh? I want to see the. the, the I want to look up the photo. The one yeah. that I. Uh, Durham, D U R H A. D U R H A. Oh, Durham Castle, okay. Yeah, it's very nice. um Very, very pretty also inside. Brown, yeah, it's a. Yeah, the one with like the brown a, facade, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Mott and Bailey uh, Norman Castle. It Whoa. doesn't have any dungeons, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no. But this, but this, this, uh, it's, it's so cool that students can live in, in here, no? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's like... So it's like a student dorm, or it's like a regular yeah, student dorm basically. kind of thing. So, you know, I don't cool. know if the photo that you see has like, it's like the, um, it has a gate, or a gatehouse, and then like, so it's like kind of where the, 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 what do you call it? Uh, that thing, the mod, uh, the drawbridge Ooh. would be right. So it's like a gatehouse. Oh. There. Not on top of the gatehouse, right? Like if you go up the stairs, like above the the thing where the people walk under, um, there's actually a room up there. What? So like, there's like a room. Right? There's a so you can room, stay like, there. on top of the gatehouse. Yeah, but I my friend, a friend of mine actually stayed there. Like she was all the students that were like living. Like it was a shed. Uh, room I think so she and oh a friend God, is there so, cool. so like cool because experience. it's a castle right it's mm. not like a specially built dorm the rooms are kind of like mm. all over the place right. so you have like rooms like you know there's like one room in the gatehouse so like you know sometimes you, you see like socks <laughs> you know drying on the windows <laughs> so it's really funny because like this, this Norman you know ha- uh, heritage building and then like someone's laundry <laughs> just like in the window for everyone to see Um, but yeah you have like rooms like all over the castle la, so um, oh that's I think I think if you are so, like part of the community or like the exact mm-hmm. community, you get to yeah. stay like on the top floor, like fourth floor. So it's like quite high up. And penthouse, very penthouse suites. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but, but important it, question. Uh, uh-huh. Got 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 icon. Icon don't have uh, I mean, this are not even castle. Like, even like the small uh, place also got also no icon. Right? No, no. They have to climb all so the you have up. to like. Damn, bro, the leaves. <laughs> you want to pop a leaf inside the castle? Can you imagine? Like, oh, English bro, heritage. Bro, calm down, man. In, like, my man, like, 11th century. Yeah, what wow, that, yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Then, when, when you came back to Singapore, you know, uh, was it difficult uh, trying to find something that suits what you study? Um, I I mean, okay. And, so and what me, do you do after? Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So, um, for me, la, like, I brought up the, the tour guide thing example because, like, through that, uh, like, even though I enjoyed it a lot, I realised that I couldn't be a tour guide like 100% mm. of the time. Like, huh. it took a lot from me. I mean, not a lot, like, but it was like very draining because like, I'm like quite 
quite introverted la. so introvert. even though I really really enjoyed it la. like you know the best parts of my tour was like you know after the tour people would come and be like oh yeah you know thank you so much for the tour like you mm. know I loved how enthusiastic you were they were like you know the people who were like very like really really appreciated the tour mm. you know some of them even like, like they even wrote like very very nice like things in like the the visitor book or whatever after and I was like damn like mm. you, you guys liked it that much thank you <laughs> like it, it's really rewarding la, mm. doing that like you know like kind of yeah. uh uh explaining something like you know, something that you're, you're interested and passionate about to people and then you know having people like receptive mm. to that but yeah. I realised that it would be too draining la, for me to do that like as my literally the only thing that I do as, I a, as a job or as a mm. full-time career like day job right yeah. yeah so I was like thinking oh, yeah, you know if in my, my future career la, it would be like perfect if I could do something that's like you know say 60% research uh, 20% like you know other things and then 20% it's like public facing mm. or like you know mm. um like this kind of stuff like educational or like kind of educating or like you know tour guiding the kind of interacting with people kind very of outreach kind of things right yeah, because yeah, yeah. i i think i think having this kind of thing it's quite refreshing la, and mm, um mm. i i think even for us i guess in in general like designers uh it's not always necessarily public facing you know like we always do the work on the back end like mm. if if let's say the design work doesn't involve you doing research or doing um custom uh you know user study or user research right you, you won't yeah. really interact with people and i think most of the time uh it gets a bit tiring also because you're always behind a computer you're always behind your mm. ipad sketching or drawing or you know always behind a screen mm. uh, somehow yeah, and then yeah. you don't really get that interaction so so I think it's interesting that you say oh you 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 know you 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 really wish like for that twenty percent where you still have that interaction <laughs> yeah, and connection with people. Yeah, I think it's important. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. I feel like in archaeology or anthropology, even even in like heritage, it's like super important to stay connected to like mm. the community. Yeah. Especially in ah, recent nice. years, like I think community engagement is something that's been like a term that's been used a lot sure. in like heritage management or like kind of stuff. Like it's it's a good shift like from like previously how. It was very like Euro, uh, like Western centric kind of idea of like heritage in terms of it being like universal, like out like outstanding universal value to like something that's more, something that communities have more of a, like the um more of a stick mm-hmm. in, uh, but it's a, right. it's a kind of like a trend lah. So people, like uh, research projects or whatever, they're like starting to take into consideration like community engagement mm-hmm. more, which is quite nice. Yeah, that but is, I think that it's nice, important yeah. like, that kind of that kind of stuff is. Yeah, because I feel like, yeah. uh, I mean, working in the museum industry or you know heritage related stuff, um, you can't help but to feel that, uh, okay la, it, it was it was it's better now, mm. but of course like in the past you know there's always this idea that oh okay uh you know we have museums we have galleries so we mm. we focus on. We focus on developing content for the for the uh for the museum and gallery itself. So yeah. because we know that people will come and visit when they mm. want to, yeah. Um, and it it feels like it's a very one way kind of uh passing of mm. uh or one way flow of information, right? Where you're just okay, fine. You you put in a lot of work to curate something. Mm-hmm. You put in a lot of work to design an exhibition, but most of the time, all these things are are just one way. And yeah. in fact, it's only only recently. I I think especially with COVID and everything. Um, you know, we feel that. You you know this is super important like having that two way yeah, um, yeah, exchange, definitely. like it's it's not um I think the people themselves right uh have a lot to share yeah. and a lot to input uh they can actually value add a lot to the content and to the curation of stuff that we do uh you know in museum or in galleries mm. uh even in the programs right and 
and I don't know. I mean, I mean, like for for yourself, uh, like even though like this is what you intend to do, I'm pretty sure like it's quite challenging. Like in Singapore's case, to actually, or or rather, maybe if if I were to pose a, this question to you, like, do you mm-hmm. think, um, it is difficult, or like after you study archaeology and anthropology, when you come back to Singapore, do you think it's difficult to try and branch out to something that is not, hundred percent related to these uh fields, uh? Like, like, you know, for example, for me, like, I, I mean, I've always been talking about this. I mean, also previous episodes where, you know, because I, I come from architecture. So in architecture, we really learn, we cover a lot of things. Uh, um, to the point that, you know, when, when you graduate, you if you choose not to do architecture, so it's still very flexible because you already got the design skills and uh, all the skill sets are just there. You can just branch out into mm. something else or you can pick up something else quickly and then just uh, focus on that. But in your case, you know, maybe you can share. Like, is it is it tough? Is it something that you feel like is quite challenging in Singapore? I feel like a little bit because, I mean, what I do now is like very, I mean, since I came back in like March, uh, twenty twenty, I feel like what the stuff that I did, uh, I've done haven't really been super related to what I studied, like, um, because I mean, I guess in Singapore is quite. The museum scene is quite small, I guess. Small, well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, especially with, like COVID lah, it's like quite, it's like not as, not as many like you know, um, opportunities. Programs and events. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, initially I was, um, I guess I tried to find some, um, like similar related stuff, but because it's like there's not a lot lah, so it's also like you know, yeah. bit hard. But uh. In terms of like brand, like using what I did at uni for, um, I don't know like, I feel like I mean honestly, it's been a few it's years tough, since like uh, I graduated yeah. twenty nineteen, two three right, years. Right, yeah. So, mm. honestly, I'm like a bit, you know, I feel a bit sad lah. Like you know, like it's been a while since I've like done archaeology related stuff. Like yeah, you know, I used to like read it every day. Like you know, it was like you know, literally like what you, spend like your interest mm. and all that. But now it's like, you know, I feel like I'm like losing it a bit. I'm like, no, like, it's not oh, like no. I'm trying to like, you know, do more reading, like my own reading, my spare time, like, just to keep my knowledge fresh, mm. I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's been, it's, I haven't really been, I guess, I don't know if it's because like, you know, it's because like, after I graduated, then it's like, because I haven't really found something related. So I kind of like did other things or because of like mm. COVID. Yeah, I started doing other things because it's like just nice yeah. like when I finished graduating it was and I came back and then it was literally circuit breaker when I landed man, like same, man. That's so crazy, after yeah. I after I landed in Singapore my, I had my two weeks uh mm. quarantine and then literally uh. after my quarantine ended right they announced oh, circuit no. breaker so, <laughs> so I didn't like leave the house you for see. them long man so, it must have um, been difficult uh, yeah. yeah yeah so I actually picked up uh like digital art uh during mm. that time so <laughs> ah, you only started wait wait so sorry sorry you know the whole time yeah. i thought that this has been something that has been you you have you have started like from way back you know oh no no i i did okay i kind of did some i had a wacom like, when i was like uh 13 but i didn't continue doing it because like, i mean like i just mm. didn't know <laughs> like um i honestly i cannot remember like, but it was like those things that i kind of tried for like a while like, you know, and then I just didn't really continue it because I was like, uh, mm. not very committed in your... Like, it wasn't really your... <laughs> sure, sure, I understand. 
yeah yeah because i mean i also was in like school and stuff like so i was like studying i didn't really do any like art related subjects like very jealous of my sister who's like at sota now like and like doing all the subjects that i wish i could have done but um yeah so i didn't really like continue at it so the literally the only drawing that i ever did throughout uh secondary school and jc was like in my worksheets (laughs) So, like, you know, in between the margins, there would be, like, a random, like, eye, like, singular. It's always the same one. It's always, like, a three-quarter facing face with, like, the right eye drawn very nicely. And then the left eye is, like, some janky shit that's, like... <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was all in my, like, I did all this, all this, like, random, like, just doodles, like, in, like, my worksheets. But I didn't, I didn't really do it, like, like, uh, consistently until, uh, Circuit Breaker. So I wow. got uh, I, I bought like Clip Studio Paint during Circuit Breaker with like some Clip Studio, yeah. Mm. And then uh I think I started on my PC, my my laptop, which is like a uh a, it was like those that you can kind of cl- uh close and it has, it's like a mm. touch screen. Like surface, so can, uh Microsoft yeah, Surface. Yeah, so it's like that. the HP uh, factor actually. Yeah. So, factor, um, okay. so I started drawing on that, which is like Wow. I mean, it was difficult. Like, it was very different from the iPad. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the, the yeah, stylus yeah, yeah. was like it is, it is. terrible to work with. And then, but it was, <laughs> it was like a beginning, la, So I was just like, you sure. know, like, literally doing circuit breaker. I was like drawing every day, like wow. I was like sitting at my desk because my sisters were also drawing. Right, so I would draw with them. We would be just like chilling in our room together, and then she would draw, I would draw, and then like Man. just nice during that period, my sister also got me into high oh. <laughs> like at any. What's high Volleyball it's like anime. a, vo- um, a yeah. sports anime. Oh, oh the volleyball, anime. the volleyball anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, she got me into a lot of anime during that period because I mean, Psychic Breaker, like, what else can you do, right? So, um, because Find of job. that, <laughs> I kind of started drawing things more and more, like characters that I like. Uh, and, like I also did uh, like real people, la, like just, just practice, la, like really every day. So I was just like super dedicated because there was nothing else I could do. Right? I mean, there was Bro, la, that's crazy. Was just, yeah. No, because I, I'm super impressed because um like i really didn't expect because like your stuff are quite nice you know okay yeah, i mean later we'll drop the, the her instagram uh, profile <laughs> link uh her arts instagram profile link in the description uh, and also in the it's, yeah you know it's instagram very post, it's very but, fandom like uh or um like, uh that kind of thing like. i'm actually like, yeah i know of, but yeah. the art style right i mean because i, I think personally for me uh, it's been oh. okay uh, maybe because i don't do it every day right uh, it's I I I always found that um you know it, it's very hard to pick up, uh this kind of drawing stuff because like you it's very hard to okay like, maybe my weakness like I'm not very good at in uh using colors but also mm. at the same time I'm not sure what tools to use for what you know, so, uh, you know listening to your story like how you actually you know it's just it it just makes me happier because it's just pure mm. passion right like you're really just interested and yeah, then you just yeah. like really every day just do something like yeah, during circuit yeah. breaker. Uh, yeah. During circuit breaker, I was, I was, damn, I don't know, man. I, I was just, <laughs> like, I don't know what I was doing. Shahid, uh. you're just not. <laughs> just, just having a hard yeah, time. Yeah, you're uh. not passionate enough, lah. I guess. <laughs> 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 not, hey, not hungry, lah. Never mind, hungry for a job, though. I don't <laughs> know, lah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, uh, okay, lah. It was a lot of emotional things yeah. and stuff like that, you know. Mm. Like, I, I think it was just um. I mean, different people yeah. deal with it differently. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. when you're so fixated mm-hmm. on something and then you couldn't get it, uh, you deal with it yeah, differently no. so, uh, mm-hmm. so um yeah, but by school. So like you actually do it every day and then when when do you actually decide that 
Hey, okay, I should just open up uh, my Instagram page and then start selling some of my stuff. Huh? <laughs> because, okay, uh, you know, this is an interesting that uh, thing that, I, you know, I, I would like to hear from you because I feel like I do have a lot of friends who have talents, oh like different God. kind of talents. And I mean, <laughs> they can draw, they can do a lot of things, but they, they don't, they never feel like, they never reach a point where they realize, hey, this is good enough for me to actually think about, start thinking about selling. Mm. Uh. Like, you know, they don't have that mindset. Like, so, you know, they have all these talents that you can do super well, but it's just, it's yeah. just there, you know. And sorry, and, but <laughs> and I mean, it's so sad because like but you just low key yeah. shaded all your friends. Yeah. Like you say, they know talent. I was like, wait, you might want <laughs> to take that. Why your friends listening? Oh, yeah. like, uh... <laughs> you might no, want to take that back. I, I, I won't know, take because, that back. Because later we lose like listeners. <laughs> wait, I never said they know talent. No, you, Did you say yeah, you, say that's you what say I something said. like that. But like you said that they don't have a lot of talents or like. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, but no. I think oh, sorry. They don't. They don't sell it. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't no, I, I get what you mean, but it came oh, like sorry, the sorry. the first sentence that came out came came very like. Uh, oh. Is it okay? <laughs> okay, before I get cancelled, <laughs> let me just correct my statement. Uh. So, so my friends, like they really have mm. a lot of talent. I feel like they can they can really do a lot a lot more things better mm. than me, and it's really stuff that they can actually sell. You yeah. know, like if they want to, but uh, it it never it never. It never come to them lah, which is which is sometimes like from my perspective, I feel it's mm. quite a waste. But I'll say at the same time, I do understand like the amount of dedication that you have to put in once you put yourself out there and say, "Hey, okay, I'm I'm here. Uh, you know, I can start taking orders. You know, you guys just tell mm. me what you want." Um, and of course, you know, every time at the start, it's always there's always this um, it's always difficult. Yeah. To price, right? To price. Yeah, yeah, pricing was a huge... Don't you agree? Like, I really, yeah, really, pricing like, struggle is not, pricing. Yeah. Even now, and... I feel like I'm kind of underpricing. Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, I mean, that one, I confirm can say you are underpricing. But <sighs> also, at the same time, I, I think it's important for everyone to understand, like, the perspective like, of, like, artists or designers is that, yeah. uh, you know, your confidence going in when you start selling your service, right? Um, yeah, okay. It's... It's it's not it's not easy, you know. Like you have to deal with yeah. it, and 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 that's the reason why most of the time uh, when you price uh, is, uh, you you start off cheap, like you yeah. start off yeah, quite yeah. low. Cause, yeah, because you feel like you don't want to like it. It feels like a lot of money, like even like okay. When I first started, right, I was a bit like, I was it was really a bit like fuck it, I like, just try it like, because I wasn't I wasn't yeah, sure yeah, yeah. if yeah. anyone would mm-hmm. like. Because okay. honestly, at that point, I even up to now, I would have I would say that I don't really feel like you know my art is always like I'm always like trying to. Like it, I'm still not like super satisfied. Yeah, I'm still like trying to like improve and like get mm. better. But it's like at that point I was like, and and honestly now right, I look back at my original commissions. I'm like, what the hell are those? But um, like when I first started, it was really like, ah yeah, you know, try all, see how, see where it goes mm. all, you mm. know. Like then, honestly, I feel like different people have like different kind of places where they feel like they're ready to like you know start trying to offer commissions i've seen people sure. who are like i i think are like so much better like than yeah. me, and they keep they're saying like oh you know i don't feel like my art is like good enough man to, to, yeah you know. it's a waste yeah and then for me i'm like no just do it but yeah, it, yeah. i think it it, it depends uh, from like on depends on what it is like in terms of what you're trying to like sell like whether it's like your art or like you know other things because in terms of what mm. people will buy because um and also like your audience lah, because um I feel like fandom and like original art is a bit, you know, it's like a very niche community niche, who are like, yeah. um, who would want to buy this kind of things, and like honestly, some not not a lot of people understand it. 
it's like it's like very niche mm-hmm. like for example my my sister when i was like kind of telling her when i first started out i was like oh like you know it's so and so i was like doing this commission for someone and then she asked me how much it, you know i um it was in total and i think that one was a like hundred plus dollar uh usd and then she was like huh like you know who will pay that much for like you know a, a drawing and she's, yeah, she's okay. the one that's in like sota and i was like i mean i don't know man like some people mm-hmm. they have like they yeah. want to pay for us like, for me i love like supporting my friends whenever they have like yeah you know businesses or whatever like or they have their own you know whenever some of my friends they do like their own thing i'm like i'm, I'm just gonna throw money at them it's like because for me right i'll man. never forget that first like my first commissioner i'll never forget her like she was the first one that kind of like took like had faith in me mm-hmm. in, a, in a way like she yeah. was actually like a, a mutual twitter friend of mine so mm-hmm. like you know i was like i was kind of friends with her already like we were like kind of talking we, we were like talking stuff on like twitter about like haikyuu and like other things and then um when i first kind of like it, i was like super nervous like making my first ever like commission post and now that i look back it was a really really ugly like commission post <laughs> but um I, I, I posted it and then I think that day or like maybe the day after like she DM'd me being like oh like I have this uh she she writes uh, so she has this she had this like fake um fanfic that she's like writing that she wanted uh to do to commission mm-hmm. fan art for because I think okay. she was actually writing fanfic for a a big bang like okay so a big bang is basically like in, in fandom la it's like a uh, uh, event that people hold where like artists and writers they collaborate to like um produce a a a, a two thousand word usually like two thousand word to five thousand word uh written work and then the artist will like draw something based on that that written work. Okay. So those are like those. I mean, that's generally what Big Bang is lah. So I think she was like, eh, no 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 sorry sorry this was not a Big Bang this was something else where she was. It was like an exchange or something, so I think it was like a a gift exchange kind of thing where they would, they would write something for their giftee. I don't know if it was Christmas or something. I can't remember, but it was like for some like gift exchange thing. So she was writing something for her giftee. So it was like someone that she was like she wanted. Um, the person didn't know like, that was that this thing was mm. being written. So she wanted to like I guess surprise her with like a a a art piece or something. So like. Yeah, so she she basically commissioned me to like draw a scene from her work, which is um, which is actually a lot of like majority of like my clients, I guess like they're like they generally ask me to like, you know, usually they're like they have they have like fanfic or whatever that they've written, then they want me to draw like a scene from it, either sure. they or like they want me to draw like them with their favorite characters, like something like that lah. But yeah, so it's like mostly what who my um who my uh, audience are but yeah so she was like my first ever like commissioner and i was like honestly i'll like never forget i'm like always like super grateful to her for like for for having yeah. that you know taking that 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 first that like, step it, the first step right that, yeah. that, putting, putting that faith in you because i i i share the same sentiments as you are i, I mean similarly i think um and 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 i think this is a good point because i feel like uh, you know what what you just mentioned here right uh what what made you so motivated to keep going in this direction like to to sell and to put your work out there is because you are getting enough mo- external motivation to to keep doing it don't mm. don't you think so because i feel like even for me uh 
I think I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now, like on the sites with my art installations and stuff, if I don't get enough uh initial external motivation at the start to to get over the initial, you know, to get over that barrier. Mm. Uh you know, to to start telling myself that uh hey, okay, whatever I you know I'm I'm confident enough to just uh pitch for something and then propose my ideas to someone mm-hmm. um, because I feel like there is a good chance that you might get selected and mm. and at the start also when when uh, when uh, you know my arts collective or the initial group uh, we we get together we, we, we when we pitch uh, the idea to National Heritage Board which was our first um, uh, you know the first people who actually uh, commissioned our uh, our work mm. uh, we the pitch was ridiculous. It was really nothing. We, uh, when we, uh, it's true lah. Uh, when we look back at it, and we realize, oh my god, this is this is, I I don't we don't even know yeah. like, why they decide to actually take the leap of faith because there's no, like if I if I were in their, in their position right now, I would think about it. I was thinking, you know, I keep thinking about it. Like if we were in their position, like we wouldn't actually like this. <laughs> like it's that bad, yeah. And and you know, it, it made us realize how um. Like it was really a leap of faith, and it was really a lot of trust which is being put, uh, into a group of students mm. which had no, uh, formal, uh, you know, arts training, uh, no, no proper portfolio whatsoever. We were just there to just pitch our interesting idea. We mm. thought that something that was fun, and then they felt that okay, maybe it's it's good. Uh, it's it sounds fun. It sounds quirky. Maybe just give these guys a chance and see what they can do. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think if it wasn't for that, I, I would still be be doing something else now. Like I, I wouldn't wouldn't actually be doing you know like installations mm. and stuff yeah yeah actually yeah. that's great uh, the external motivation thing i think really plays a huge yeah. role but also I, at the same time i feel like you know when you mentioned that uh you feel like or it's something that a lot of designers and artists feel where you know they they, they feel that their their stuff is not good enough mm. yet mm. but do you realize that a lot a lot of the t- a lot of times when they actually share it with other people, people will just say, "Oh, this is this is amazing! Like this is, this is so nice! Like, well, why are you not selling? Why are you not sharing?" Yeah, <laughs> isn't yeah, that always the okay, case? I, I feel like, like you 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 will always think your your work is not that good, but people yeah. will always say, "Well, this is amazing!" You know. Yeah, I mean, with art, it's uh, like it's really all about the value that. It's hard to assign like a you know a concern. It's it's you know it will have whatever value the other person like sees in it all. Yeah. But you're always hard on yourself for, for the mm. your own work that you have done, no? So so I think the the point that I'm trying to bring across here is also like you know, it, it means a lot to us. Like, mm. you know, when, when yeah. people actually support, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why that's know, why I always make sure yeah. to support my friends because I'm like <laughs> I will throw yeah, all that's my amazing. love and affection at you guys. Just do whatever oh. you yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, just like how you you are here to support our podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. Are <laughs> uh, you touch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but I feel like yes. okay lah. I mean, I it is. I feel like it can also be quite challenging in terms of like, you know, when you are trying to like monetize or like do sell stuff. Like it may not always be. Like not necessary lah, but like, you know, it's. I, I don't know, like, when I first started, I kind of struggled with, like, oh, you know, um, uh, like, should I even, like, monetize, like, a hobby, or should I just, like, stay a hobby, or, like, yeah, you yeah. know, that kind of thing, it's, it's mm. a bit, like, <laughs> existential questions. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I feel that, like, a lot also, like, when it comes to mm-hmm. freelancing mm-hmm. and stuff, like, I'm always afraid of starting, 
because I feel like oh you know what if you keep doing right and then like it becomes very mm. like tiring the next time you do it yeah because I think um I think back in poly my poly days it's like when uh, like it gets tiring when like like okay cause I also mm. like to draw right and then back then I was also influenced by anime la, so I really like to draw like anime and stuff but because of school and like work right it made me hated mm. drawing wow. more. Yeah. So that's why I was in kind of like a slump. Right. Um in terms of art. And then I didn't really want to touch mm. it also. Yeah. Or like what they say like art yeah. and stuff like I don't know. Yeah, but it was a really, really like terrible period of time and it lasted mm. for like a few years. Oh, shit. Yeah. So only um recently or like last year, then um as also as I got to know Gui a bit more, then I started drawing again more. Yeah, like slowly lah. But I think when it comes to, you know, pricing our work, etc. Like, mm, yeah, it's like, what if, yeah, exactly like what uh, Gui said, like, what if you, what you love doing, like, becomes a mm. job, you know, like. It's a fine I mean, line, like, right? Because, and... yeah, it's very scary, like, when you start to think that way, because, then you won't enjoy it as mm. much anymore. So, so yeah. I guess that's where, like, mm. I, I feel, right, um, the, the first thing that you should do is is to to give it a chance, right? Like, because if you never try, you confirm don't know one. Mm. So, I, I do have friends where mm. uh, they just have this amazing attitude. Uh, where, okay, I have this one friend that, you know, um, they will just try. So, if they feel like doing something or they feel like, okay, maybe I just want to push this out, uh, put my design out there, just try. Mm. They'll just do it. But then eventually when they realize, uh, okay, uh, maybe it's, it gets, it's getting a bit tiring. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it's quite, it gets, it's getting quite taxing for me. Uh, and maybe, maybe, you know, your interests start to shift into somewhere else. Then we just put a stop to it or put a pause to it and then just jump onto the next thing. So, you're, I think mm. more importantly is that, okay, like first, uh, just give it a shot, right? I mean, like, mm. tuning, right? Like, you know, you you will just reach a point where, okay, whatever, you know, just try. Like, fuck it, right? Just just uh, give it a shot. But also at the same time, I think it's very, 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 very important to know, like, when to pause or when to stop, right? Because mm. I think the, the burnout is real. Like, you you will reach, a, you might yeah. you might reach uh, instances where you just, you'll get so tired that you start hitting what you do. And, and, yeah, and that definitely. sucks, right? Man, that think, sucks, man. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't wish burnout on, like, my worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I it kinda, is, it like, is. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. I experienced a bit of, I mean, I kind of got a bit of burnout, like, in, like, 20... Mid-2021? 20, what year is it? It's 20, oh, yeah, mid-2021. It was, like, terrible. <laughs> like, 2021 wasn't... Burnout with this one? Huh? With with your with your art stuff? With your freelance stuff? The, the burnout? Yeah, yeah, because I, I didn't have... I mean, yeah, it was just very burnt out with that, like, yeah. So, um... Yeah, man. So, I, I didn't... I mean, like, you know how I said I picked up uh, art in, uh, digital art in 2020? So, 2020 was yeah. a really good year for me because I was, like, consistently practicing everything, blah, blah, blah. But 2021 was, like, you know, it kind of hit a slump. Like, I didn't really I have time when I was, like, burnt out from other parts of my life. And then that kind of seeped into the art. So, for I sure. couldn't kind of, like... Mm. Even though I was like, literally sitting there trying to draw, but like, it was just, couldn't do it lah. So it was, no, like, it's, it was it's a really good. terrible period of my life. I don't want to, never yeah. want to go back. Yeah. I understand. I mean, I mean, with all these negative experiences that we, uh, we, ex- we, you know, we faced before, right? Also, mm. at the same time, I, I just want to say that it's not, 
it's a normal thing. Um, mm. Like, I mean, to, 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 like, other designers and artists out there, you know, I, I feel like this is, uh, I, I don't want to say, I, I don't know whether it's right to say, like, to embrace it, but, um, it's really part of the process and part of the experience, uh, and, mm. and knowing when to stop, mm. when, knowing yeah. when to rest, take a yeah, break, take a pause is really super important. important. Yeah. So damn important. Like, mm. it, it's really to pace yourself in order to, to continue enjoying what you do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and burnout is really part mm. of the part of the design thing, like, part of the part of the art thing, or part of the practice. Like yeah. I, I, mm. I feel like if you if you're not experiencing burnout, then you're not um uh, doing enough. Okay, it's bad. <laughs> la. I, I don't I don't wanna encourage. Dude, I don't wanna, yo, okay, 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 okay. Listen, okay, listen. Stop, listen. Okay, that one guys, that guys. one I okay, wanna shove that back <laughs> that one, into your mouth. Maybe we just leave it to uh <laughs> shove back into my mouth. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> maybe just to rephrase uh, like um <laughs> <laughs> okay like for me for me it, like it's, it sounds toxic mm-hmm. yes but uh it's, it's the yeah. same idea like you know if you don't get tired you know you're you're you know you're not putting in enough effort lah. um because if mm-hmm. if not you won't feel tired like you know everything is just easy going you're not challenging yourself enough i'm not i'm not asking everyone to go into burnouts ah please mm-hmm. but uh i'm just saying that you know um i mean you know yourself best lah, huh? like you know how much yeah. how much effort you yeah, put in true. and if you don't mm-hmm. feel tired um it's just a, it's I don't know, I mean I mean it's just for me lah from personal experience. I feel like if I don't feel tired of freaking shag uh, from trying to ideate about something, then possibly you know I'm mm. not I'm not putting it enough, uh, f effort or time like into your, it. Uh. What's that? Threshold like your right? threshold yeah. of like how you like see um. Yeah, but but, but zooming out, zooming out again. Uh, yeah. I guess the main point that I'm trying to make here is that uh, you know, <laughs> these burnouts and difficulties and uh, hiccups mm. is really part of the process. It's, it's normal, right? Um, yeah. Uh, important thing. It's just how you like cope yeah. with it. You know, at the Man, end of the day, taking breaks. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Take- it's not it's not a negative thing, lah, for sure. Like, don't beat yourself up for it, yeah. for it lah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. That has been a good. Yeah. Interesting insight you know like this episode because i think like we we really don't have a lot of friends <laughs> i i don't have any friends who study archaeology you are the first one really? i think if not yeah yeah i think oh. if, if if it wasn't for vanessa introducing me to you i wouldn't have i really wouldn't have any friends who who study anthropology or archaeology or rather not that i know of lah but oh. i feel that it's so rare in singapore it deserves you know, we we it's it's great that you 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 know you are here to share yeah, with us today. I, I wish yeah. I wish there was more in Singapore. Like, I I really want. To, I like, wish so too. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I really want to do something related to it, but it's like still yeah. not whether I'll stay in Singapore or not. But we we'll see. Yeah, but mm. but yeah. Anyways, uh, well, I mean, since you mentioned this, uh. I mean, we don't really have a lot of listeners up there, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, if anyone of you, <laughs> you know, really know of any opportunities um, that kind of fit uh, what Tuning is doing, yeah, feel free to share Hit with us. Uh, yeah, do DM, uh, drop us a DM. Uh, I mean, yeah. I myself, I yeah. mean, uh, I'm working in the museum and heritage industry. I'm constantly trying to find, uh, you know, listen in and uh, check in if if you know there are always opportunities uh, because mm. I do also understand uh, like it's it's not easy. Um, you know, uh, in Singapore, uh, when you have this kind of uh, specialization and background, because, mm. you know, it's just the Singapore context doesn't really have the platform or uh, support for these kind of things. It's not that much. Mm. So, yeah, thanks a lot, Juni, for sharing with us things. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, I, very different. I, I feel like I kind of went on a tangent. <clears throat> 
a lot of times. Yeah, no worries, no worries. I mean, it's it's a lot of insights that we wouldn't have gotten, you know, if we if you haven't, you know, didn't share with us. Yeah. You know, like living castles mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, some I, bougie, I it bougie like, stuff. Yeah. It was like it answered your question. Because <laughs> I, I, I did, I did realize that you, you, you were like the questions were like kind of more like Singapore, like, um, co- uh, related. Context, huh? Like you know, at the end, not context, yeah. but like kind of tying it back, like, Which I was like, which I feel like I tend to kind of like explain in the beginning. Now I kind of forget my point. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. No worries. No worries. Yeah, we... I, hope, I hope it was it's like, okay. um, yeah. It answered your questions. And it yeah, yeah, yeah. the theme and your the, the stuff that you guys <laughs> wanted to cover. <laughs> Man, no worries. We always go off tangent, uh, like yeah. always talk about talk yeah. about random ass shit, suddenly talk about ants and stuff, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah we spent what twenty yeah. minutes talking about Pokemon. <laughs> that was that yeah. was on me. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. chill, man. We can attract all the people who oh my god. enjoy Pokemon. Oh I can I can draw share, can draw. I can share this to my followers also. Oh yeah 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 appreciate yeah. it yeah hey oh yeah maybe you can drop us your you know your art oh, yeah, account sure. uh, oh you want a shout out yeah just sure. yeah Spring you can sh- give a shout out to your account <laughs> K-U-E-H- K-U-E-H-J-P-G. Yeah. K-U-E-H-J-P-G. K-U-E-H-J-P-G. Yeah. K-U-E-H-J-P-G on Instagram yeah. look her up and give her, give her a follow yeah yeah but it's it's mainly yeah. like fandom stuff like, I'm trying to like branch out more into like original art slash design stuff this year. But yeah, all Uzi, the best to do then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to sure. this year twenty twenty two is like a year where I try new things. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I mean that's that's what I told myself at the end of December and look 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 what I got then at the start nah. of the year. <laughs> Start the starting the year with a bang. Oh my god! Half success <laughs> totally. No, <laughs> January really like breeze passed by so fast that I. Suddenly it's February already, but mm. oh whatever. Okay, anyway, February, I think ah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. No, we talk yes, about uh. so much Pokemon. The chair can look like a Ash Ketchum or have some oh Pokeballs. Uh. <laughs> yeah, look look out for our Instagram Ask post, you. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much. Yeah, but oh, sorry, it's Vanessa. Did I cut you off? Mm. <laughs> okay, I, I no, let you end off today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll... yeah. So I, I think initially we also wanted to talk a bit like how about how like Zuning actually got into design. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> So, but we will talk about that oh, in another episode. <laughs> so, Tuning, you'll have to come back People and, like uh, you know, talk some more. Okay, like, I think hopefully by then I'll be done with, like, the, the stuff that I'm doing. Because they're kind of, like, ongoing projects right now. I'm actually, like, I finished one of them. Mm. The other two are still kind of, like, ongoing. So, maybe by the time mm. the next episode, I will be done with those, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, mm. the... the... No, la, but no worries, though. I think it's more about, like, how... Like, I yeah. mean, like what you said, like earlier also, you came back to Singapore, but you didn't really do something related mm. to archaeology. So, like, uh, yeah, some context, like, basically, Tuning also, like, went out to do stuff related to marketing and, like, mm. design. So, I thought that was, like, very interesting, because it's, like, prior to this, like, all she had was, like, you know, uh, archaeology, anthropology stuff, and then later you have your drawing mm. stuff, and then you slowly dive into, like, other things. Yeah, and then build yeah, yourself yeah. to like where you are honestly, at now, lah. So I thought that would be something very interesting. Yeah, like, honestly, to share I'm still learning a lot because la. it's all self taught. <laughs> it's really, it's really yeah. fun. Yeah. It's been a fun journey. Yeah, yeah. And to also mm. to all my architecture friends who who feel uncomfortable about branching out, lah. I mean, come on, guys, it's just do it. Tuning will hold your I hand mean, and pull I mean, you along. I mean, sure. okay. Uh, no, 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 I seen also also okay, just oh, to. Uh, <laughs> 
Like, of course, I, I, I respect the profession and everything, but I mean, don't don't do something that you, you know, is killing you lah, right? Like, don't like you don't enjoy, enjoy and mm. it's giving you a hard time. If you feel like trying something yeah. else, I mean, why not, right? I mean, especially yeah. now we, uh, mm. especially, you know, if you're a fresh gra- graduate and if you are still new to the industry, you know, you're still fresh out of uni, uh, yeah, why not just try something, right? This is the time ah. Wow, yeah. look, uh, look at me yeah, giving. Yeah, guys, you guys are still yeah. young. You're gonna live until like you know, what you're eighty. Vanessa, you are the you are the out of your time. You are the <laughs> what? Yeah, the the world the world is gonna hey, end on, next man. week, lah. The world is gonna end next week. Ayoh. So <laughs> yeah, I I say this every week. Uh. What a harsh way to put it. I say this every week, uh, man. <laughs> you wanna die early, is it, Shahid? Get COVID already, not scared. You fucked up, man. Okay, okay, now whatever, lah. Just end the episode, idiot. I'm asleep. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> uh. okay, lah. But yeah, good. Uh, that was like a good chat. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. And then um, yeah, thank you for sharing for like yeah. all thank your you insights and like me. your experiences. Yeah. Yeah. All the best, training. Good time. No problem. All the best with your art. Yes, stuff. we'll see you again soon. Uh. And um, right. Yeah. And everyone can tune. Hopefully, in no one gets COVID and oh we need an episode of another month. Yeah, guys, stay negative, yeah, not yeah. positive. Suspect you're gonna get soon. Okay, sorry, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> I won't get one. I tell you, hey, confirm from top, I won't get one. <laughs> you said it, then you say you get. Later, later one day, right? Later one day, uh, we never post like for uh. two weeks, right? Uh, <laughs> that means I get ready. <laughs> Don't need to do an Instagram post, uh, it's, it's a given. <laughs> Okay, la, so. okay. okay <laughs> good night, guys. Okay, right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.